they left the conspiratorial crazies <laughs> together all for an episode. Yeah, to talk about Westworld of all things. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We are here live. Uh, it's just the two of us. This should be interesting. They, they left the conspiratorial crazies together <laughs> for an episode. Yeah, to talk about Westworld, of all things. <laughs> like, <laughs> the most conspiratorial show probably ever been. like yeah it's crazy so yeah here we are watching talking about westworld season four episode two uh so uh see we got some people watching if you are watching and you have not watched this episode and you want to avoid spoilers don't keep watching because we're gonna spoil some shit i have questions yeah. <laughs> so many questions well and understand alec so alec is just uh for everybody watching alec is just now He's kind of watching simultaneously, right? So, yeah, you just, just finished, finished season, season one, one, which I've been getting texts throughout. Worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's way worse now because I have a semblance of understanding what's happening, yeah. but not enough of the entire pie to really understand it. And so, no. yeah, there's characters that you probably recognize that are different versions of themselves that you're like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> like Clementine, Clementine oh. turned into the bodyguard of the century. Holy smokes. You know, it's interesting. Clementine's had season two. She has an interesting role. Um, season three, I don't know that she was in it really, except for like Maeve's memories when she was having some memories from the park stuff. Um, and Maeve just continues to be my favorite character in this show. Like, I love Maeve. She's badass. Oh, yeah. So snarky. Uh -huh. Doesn't give a shit. But I'm worried because they're playing with her, giving her all, like, she's not able to do her powers quite as powerful. The upgrade. And I love yeah. it. It's like a, it's a nice little Matrix uh, Easter egg there. Ooh, upgrades. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have a couple new agents on the playing field. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was oh. very interesting episode. And we kind of start off right at the races, where last episode was a little bit of catch-up. This episode comes out swinging. We're, yeah. like, in in uh, Spain, right, right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And we see Clementine kind of get uh, murked. I love that word. Thank you, thank you Dalton. Um, <laughs> That's a great word. And then we bounce straight into conspiracy theory with senators. Yeah. Being uh, hosts. Yeah. And I loved it. Dude. It was dope, huh? Well, it's, oh, yeah. I, and, you know, I had a feeling I didn't... I like that there's two simultaneous... Because we also see this uh, U.S. district attorney or whatever it is that's trying to... Deputy assistant general or <laughs> something. Yeah, whatever or the hell, the 16 titles that they have in their name. Um, they do the fly thing, which really creeped me the hell out, by the way, like... When it crawled into the top of his eyelid, Dude. I was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you close your eyes? Yeah. Well, I don't no. get that. It's not okay. So, mm -mm. yeah, so we've got this parallel of two ways humanity being controlled. They're either being replaced. And I liked it that 
Hale acknowledged in the that she goes, what would be the point if we just replaced all of you? Like, what kind of existence is that? But I have plans. And so we see that he's being taken over in the same way that the cartel guy in the in the first episode was. So interesting to see why they might choose one over the other versus just replacing or just taking over. Um, so interesting things there. Hale's epically scary. Hale Loris. Yeah, she's she's a yeah, she's twisted that one. And oh yeah. Huge spoiler at the end. Oh my god. So <laughs> my man Ed Harris. <laughs> dude. So yeah, so again, you there's some things you're missing from two seasons 2 and 3 as you watch them. But the end of season three, there was a post-credit scene, and things weren't looking good for the real man in black, which obviously he's still kicking it and still around right now. So, um, yeah, that's it's interesting what kind of role he might play or if he's just going to be in the cryo deep freeze. Yeah. And it was just to mess with him. I think it's a, I think it's a hail thing. So, hmm. I, like he's a trophy? Yeah, so this season three, some spoilers for you for season three, so I apologize. But season three, I there's not really a ton of huge secrets like there is in the first two. So, okay. um, But season three, Hale is a version of Dolores. Um, oh. And then what happens oh. is, yes... So that's why I call her Hail Loris. That was her nickname all through season three is Hail Loris. So what happens is, is by the end of season three, this diversion of Hail and Dolores, because she's Dolores inside Hail's body playing Hail apart, like as the head of Delos or the head of the board of Delos. So she's having this real identity crisis through season three. And by the end of it, some things happen, some things change, and she kind of adopts the personality that you see here. So she's a little bit of all of them, not a, but a little bit of none of them at the same time. So she's, she's her own thing now, which is cool to see. And I think that the pieces of Hale and Dolores that are there and still piece part of her have attached themselves to the man in black. Cause she, he was a huge part of both of them and both of their lives. And so I think that's why. I think two things. One, it's to show, hey, I won. And two, it's there's still a level of attachment. And she's at the top of her game right now. And that gets a little lonely. And, you know, host version of him. You can't brag to just anybody. Yeah, and host version of him, I mean, obviously is a very, has similar tendencies. But it's still a host and she knows it. So I think we'll find out that that's. That's a big deal. So who knows if we'll see real Ed Harris again or if we're just looking at, you know, host Ed Harris from the rest of this. But I hope he just gets to come back out and be his demented, psychotic self. Oh, again. yeah, that'd be dope. Dude, so much happens in season two with him that you're just going to be like, what the fuck? Um, Sweet. And then, dude, the part where he's sitting on what looks like the eighth hole of... Oh, I can't remember the course now, but damn it. I can't think of it. But I that looked like a hole of, of golf that I know. But anyway, he sinks a hole in one three times in a row in the exact same way just to 
screw with the freaking vice president. Dude, what a great. That was such a fun scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't even like golf. Yeah. <laughs> it was very indicative. It was very, it reminded me of the scene we were talking about before we started recording with, uh, before we went live with the um, Ford and the member of the board with the, when they're sitting on the balcony and then there's mm-hmm. another, there's another similar scene in season two where it's like these threats are happening, these veiled threats that aren't necessarily really veiled. So very cool to see like these mirror images and it follows some of the similar patterns, but that was a cool scene where he, he just kept watching going, what the hell? Then you see like the light bulb on the third one. It's like no real human being could do that. So this isn't good. <laughs> And then you have the line of, you should have brought the entourage. Yeah. And then you walk up the hill with Clementine just wiping her hands of the entourage. Yeah. <laughs> After she totally just jerked him around a little bit. Why do they call you the Secret Service? You guys seem kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And then, like, paralleling this, we have that whole Dolores, Christina, Dude. whoever timeline going on where she like writes stories that really happen but not now they happen earlier or she's some sort of mind meld time thing um yeah which is confusing because now they're telling you something's messed up with time whereas in the first episode they kind of let you figure that out on your own yeah now they're telling you which makes it harder to figure out in my opinion i still think that dolores that version of dolores the christina is the original Dolores, and you're not this. So this is another spoiler for season three. At the end of season three, that version of Dolores gets like uploaded into a machine called Rohoboam. And it was like this AI that basically controlled human lives. It was through an algorithm. And so it would say it was kind of like, uh, what's that movie with Tom Cruise and where they predict Total Recall? Yeah, no, where they predict no. crime. Um, son of a bitch. Anyway, the, yeah, they're, they're police force that they do pre-crime. And so they get the little ball. He was kind of like that, where they can see something like where the path that a human being was going to take. And so if it, they were going to become terrible, then this machine would have find a way to eliminate them or change their course to prevent that from happening if it was possible. So it's really this twist. And they did it using the data from the park that they got mm. from the from the hats. So it's yeah, it's this twisted thing. So she I think she's in some sort of simulation that is a leftover of being uploaded into Rohoboam in some way, shape or form. Because he's that the machine gets destroyed in the war, they implied. But I think her mind either moved itself or did something through this machine and she's in some sort of construct that they're either either Delos and Hale are using to figure out how to control the humans and we just don't realize that through Rehoboam and Dolores or she's in this and she's got to figure out how to get out but she's basically creating this whole world and, and doing it but I my guess is, is Hale's been using her that's my thought. Okay. Prediction yeah. number one. <laughs> Boom, write it down. Yeah. Jeez. This show, man, I Dude, swear. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's good having someone on 
that actually appreciates the craziness of the show like I do. Oh, my goodness. Appreciate. I'm in awe. I yeah. love it. See? Um, and, like, it's great because we're going back into a park now. Yes. Except it's uh, no longer Cowboyville. It's like uh, 1920s, 1920s baby. in Chicago. Yes. Um, living that good life. I'm. Can I tell you that when they got on the train, like when they go into that thing and it goes down and you realize they're on a train, like I got goosebumps because I was like, yes, we're going back to a freaking park. And the mirror of the first season with William and Logan being on the train, riding into the park and getting the hat choice and the clothes. And dude, that made me so happy because I was I've been worried because season three, there's you're not in the park at all. It's it's all in the real world, and there's no park whatsoever. So I was really happy to be going back to a park, and I'm excited to see where they take it because I think it's going to be batshit. Oh, I hope so because that was actually like, you know, when I'm watching season one, that was kind of a cool thing that, oh, there's more than one park. Yeah. If you get that in the last episode or the second to last episode where you realize there's, oh, Samurai World. Yep. Um, and there's multiple parks, and this complex is ginormous. Yep. Um, and so now we get to go back into a completely new park, um, and it should be fantastic because I love that time period. Mm-hmm. So interesting fact, and this came with the, well, two things. First, be excited because you get to see a couple of the other worlds in Season 2, um, including Shogun World. Oh, it's not Samurai World. No, it's Shogun. But then there's I'm changing a, it. It's Samurai. I world. like it. And then there's an Indian that you, an Indian world that you see too. Like, like no, 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 no. Sorry, the mm. Southeast Asian Indian, actual India. Like, uh, all right, that's cool. Yeah, there's a. It's and I can't remember what the what they called the world, but you'll you'll that's like very early on in the season. You'll see that, and then. There's like a tiger. It's cool. No way. That's dope. Um, but I was really, I'm really interested in one of the questions that I had as I was watching this was, is this new park in the States? Because the original uh. park was, uh, was outside of the United States. That was one of the things that they had to do in order to have the park and they mention it in season one in passing, and they mention it again in some flashbacks with Logan and William and and Daddy. You you'll meet Logan's dad, Daddy. We Ooh. called him Daddy Delos in season two. Um, so you'll meet him. You'll love him. He's played by. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but played by a big actor that you'll be like, what? So anyway, here we go. So they mentioned that it's off, it's out, it's offshore. And then they called back to it this episode when he meets with the vice president. And it feels to me like that whole meeting was, and getting the vice president on board was to be able to have the park in the United States. That's what that felt like they needed the, the votes for with the senator and the vice president to make sure it happened was to not ah. be offshore. So that's the whole reason why we've never messed with you as long as you keep your shit offshore. Exactly. But not here, not on the mainland type of thing. Correct. Yeah, we can't have you in ah. the States. So I'm interested well, to see. William Hostin, not like that. No. 
Not even a little bit. I kind of wanted to see him get hit with the club, not just the swing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the show hasn't shied away from that kind of violence. Yeah. I mean, not even. I mean, we were gutting horses earlier in the episode, (laughs) which was harder for me to watch than the humans getting hit with a golf club. (laughs) Right. That was messed up. Yeah. Um, Great to see some cameos there from those two, the senator and his wife. Um, Yeah. She was big on. Uh, she did a show called Boston Legal. She's done a couple movies. She did a movie with Adam Sandler. I can't remember the name, but he was from Heroes. He was the he was horn rim glasses from. Uh, he was HRG from Hero Heroes. So that was kind of cool to see those guys in it. So. Yeah, they haven't done anything, or he hasn't done anything big really since then, right? Not that I know of. And he's got that. He's he looks like a senator. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got that look. He's he's good because he looks all wholesome and smart, and but he also looks like he's a real bastard too. Like you know what I mean? He's got that dual arrogant, nasty side. But oh, absolutely, yeah. And uh, Papa William does not shy away from making the host nasty, dude. Well, and think about this was another great instance of seeing how ruthless and just mean she's just mean hail like you murder this woman's husband right in front of her and then not only do you not kill her which you could do and it wouldn't be an issue like there's no reason to keep her alive and make her butcher her own horses like that's messed up like (laughs) the knife she was stabbed with i'm pretty sure yeah like it's messed up that's this hail's magic's Bonkers. Yeah, Hale's not okay. Like she's got all the Wyatt pieces of Dolores and all the crazy. Because Hale was nuts. Regular Hale was nuts. Oh, so absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think she, and you know, this might be in later seasons, but I think she kind of took it personally that Anthony Hopkins outplayed her. Oh, for sure. Like hard in that first season, she wasn't. She wasn't even really playing. No. Um, she wasn't even part of the game. And so now she's like out for vengeance. Yeah. On literally everyone just to prove that she's the best. Well, and she she goes to a couple of extremes in season two as well. Um Yeah. It yeah, but she gets outplayed and uh, yeah, season two doesn't go very well for her either. Is that where she gets burned? And her sick burn? Uh no, that particular because this is the the host version, um, uh, real hail in season two, things don't go very well as far as she thinks she's smarter than she actually is. Um, but the host version of that happens in season three, the burn. Okay. okay. That's messed up too. Oh, I forgot about that. I just made me think about how that all happened. And Oh, great. Am I going to hate it? Mm, you're going to feel yes. for her. And then you're going to have to, you're gonna have to see. I didn't have to balance it with what I just watched. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna feel for her on how that happens, and understand why she's the way she is now, all at the same time. Because it's Great. messed up. It, it's <laughs> messed up. What happens to her? Messed up. Um, so, uh, yeah. Great episode. But, oh, absolutely. And I'm intrigued to see where it goes because they talk mm-hmm. about the. Um, you know, when Maeve is kind of interrogating the senator, talk about this new world order that mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Williams seems to be building. 
and if they're putting the park or trying to get the park onshore or on the mainland, I have to wonder if they were building them offshore in case they had some sort of critical failure um, and the host got out uh, type of a thing. Because if they do build on site and you have a host and control and Hale was leaning towards, you know, hey, now the humans are here to lose. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see uh, what kind of mafia shit they get up to in the Roaring Twenties. Well, and here's with their the other suit. Sure, and well, yeah, I'm excited for Gangster World, like because that's got to be what this is—is is like Gangster World. So, or you can call it Rico World. That'd be funny too. <laughs> here's my thing, though, and here's why I think they wanted it on the states, and here's my theory about the new park, or at least in part. What, how could it possibly be easier to replace people than they go into the park, human, and they come out host? <laughs> Although, well, I guess it wouldn't matter because they're targeting anyway, because this they're still keeping it bougie, right? Where yeah, only the, the rich get to go in. Sure, I guess elite. that's who they're targeting yeah. anyway. Yeah, um, but that's interesting. Mm hmm. And, you know, they can keep the depraved ones just under their control with the flies. They don't need hosts. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. That was my thought of the new park. I was like, uh-oh. It's like, we have an easy replacement factory right here. And nobody would know. Because you just take them in. They're off on their own. Because we've seen in the first season and the second season, when they're in the park, they just kind of go. It's not like yeah, they're, they're being supervised. They just... Things are happening. So people could just get drug into the underbelly where, like, all the manufacturing and stuff happens, and they have a host ready, and bye-bye now. (laughs) Yeah. Shoot. Yep. Well, that bro blows my brain. Yep. Thanks, JJ. You're welcome. This is the shit I... (laughs) You're the worst. This is the stuff I see when I watch shit like Westworld. I'm like, how would I do this? And then I go, I am not okay. (laughs) I have problems. You're like, oh, oh, no. I never need money in a park. Otherwise, bad things will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Super glad to see him back in a park. All right. Anything else that stuck out to you, Alec, on this episode? Let me think real quick. Let's see. We covered Clementine, covered Mm -hmm. the senator. Vice President Ed Harris, uh, Hale or Hale Loris. <laughs> uh, I think I'm good. Cool. I do love. Although my those self-driving cars are pretty dope, dude. So cool. I'm. I do have one thought. I'm the, this boss of Dolores. Okay, so if she's not in a simulation, and this is some sort of real-world thing, um. Is this boss like a, he's got to be more than just boss, right? Like this is like a supervisor, like a handler uh, for whatever they're using her for. Because they're obviously using her to create storylines that are actually happening or will happen or have happened. I don't know yet. But yeah, that's him as a character. I'm like, he's just off. You know what I mean? Like there's something weird about that dude. He's head of creative writing or head of creative intelligence. Ooh, see, <laughs> he's head of the 
post CIA. Yeah, and they got her plugged in, <laughs> and she's just feeding storylines, and he's got to pump them out. So you know, when she's off in Jersey, yeah, I did laugh at that. You get four sick days a year. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't care what you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, yeah, there was a lot that happened. It was a fun episode, I, it, but it went quick. Like I was like, "Damn, it's over already!" It what? Did. Yeah. It's like I got another week before I get more of this. This is why I love Westworld, though, because I'm like, I'm so excited right now. Things are going well. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Like I can't believe I missed out on this, Dude. but I figured out where it was. Yeah. I figured out why I missed out on this. So, I we were watching the you know episodes as they released for the first season. Yeah. Um, and I was watching them with a buddy who I used to work with. So I go over to his house and we'd watch him. And then I ended up leaving the job. Oh, no. <laughs> and so when I, like, leave a job, I just don't talk to sure. my coworkers anymore. It's not because I don't like them. I just don't do it. Yeah, of course. Um, and so we kind of just uh, stopped watching it. And I wasn't going to watch it on my own because if I'm going to watch something on my own, I'm just going to watch Hogan's Heroes or sure. the A-Team or something from the 70s. So that's where it stopped. <laughs> gotcha. Well, can I just tell you that it has been exciting to get texts from you? Like I've been up, I was up fishing today, getting your text, just laughing. <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing. So yeah, it's been fun to get those, but cool. Well, I'm looking forward to, to episode three, uh, especially watching the, here's what's coming, seeing, can't wait to see Bernard back. See Tubbs, Ch- Tubbs back. Like there's a lot of people coming in the, so many characters that I can't wait to see, but, there was a piece of the, if you don't want, if you're like me and you watch for a bunch of stuff, don't watch that. Because, like I said, there's one little brief scene with a new character that I went, oh, that's going to be. And then I, yeah. So, careful. <laughs> <laughs> be very careful. Be very careful. <laughs> cool, cool. Fun episode. Go watch it. If you haven't, pick up, start watching Westworld, people. It's a little violent. It's a lot of sex, but it's worth every second. And it's conspiracy theory gold. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, go down like, that rabbit hole. If, if you like looking for secret Easter eggs that give you hints towards how this, what's really going on, man, it's your kind of show. It's it's fun. All right. Well, if you're not watching or listening, go check us out on TikTok. Alec runs that deal. Some great posts. He'll let you know when these, typically he'll let you know when these lives are coming um go check us out wherever you can listen to find podcasts any and all of those locations check us out on youtube we're doing tons and tons of videos lives like this and and uh, other videos as well check us out facebook instagram twitter all those were there all at what's our verdict so check us out send us an email host at what's our verdict.com for something you want us to watch or or review or if you want to tell us we're really awesome or that we suck you can do all of those things there as well um. Yeah, go check out our previous episodes. We did a whole review of, we did a review of season one and two, because I made when when Matson and Javier and Ian, when Javier and Ian were part of the podcast, I made them watch season one and two before season three started, and then we episode by episode did season three. Uh, so if you want to listen to the the knuckleheads complain about how much they didn't like it, they were. It was it was sad. I was like, you guys are just disappointing as friends and 
Co-host. Not enough explosions going on, apparently. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I offended Javier because, like, look, dude, it's a very cerebral show, and you're kind of a water skeeter, so. <laughs> I mean, you're my favorite water skeeter because he is, but he's a little bit of a surface dweller. Like, he, he doesn't like something. He's got to go deep. And You're my favorite water skeeter, but yeah. you're a but you are definitely a water skeeter, my friend. If there, if you have to think about the content you're watching, it's that shit's not for him. <laughs> so yeah, I loved it. But Ian oh, liked it, I think, but he didn't love it. Love it. He's just it was a good show. Um, but Matson did not like it either very much, which I was surprised when he was down to do a season four. But we'll see how he'll be back with us next week, I think. So. And whenever he gets back from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, that guy. What Dork. a guy. All right. Well, that's been Westworld Season 4, Episode 2. Um, this episode will be up on our podcast uh, starting Wednesday to listen to. Um, and you can go back and rewatch it here on Facebook or on YouTube. So feel free to do that. And, uh, yeah, with that, we will catch you on the next one. Whoa! Bye! Cinematic out.